Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 4 this morning, message entitled, Outcast. Have you ever felt marginalized, like you didn't belong, like you were an outcast? I have felt like that a lot growing up, actually. In fact, living in southeast Idaho, I was a religious minority, so my white privilege didn't do me any good there. And then I I ended up moving when I was in seventh grade to Colorado and southern Colorado, and I was, I think, one of four white kids in my school. And I didn't speak the lingua franca. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have the dialect that they had. I mean, they they spoke English, but they had their own ways of saying things and stuff. So I stood out even more, if you can imagine. And I was kind of a, l- a late bloomer, so I was kind of scrawny and stuff. And so I remember being in PE class, and they announced that we're going to be doing a basketball tournament. And I was like, oh, okay. So they're starting to pick four t- team captains. And they start to pick teams, and I'm like, surely I'm going to get picked before that guy or that guy. And no dice. Yeah, so I'm I'm like standing there, like the last one to be picked. And then finally the guy who was the last captain of the team's like, all right. <laughs> and I'm like, you. No, it was, it was over by then. I was like, okay. And so I, I just joined that team. And then it was announced that the name of our team was going to be the Nerds. And so we were the nerds. And so we started our, the basketball thing. And, and what was amazing is actually there was a few guys on the team, including the captain, who was actually a really good basketball player. I could hold my own. Not really. But anyway, we ended up winning. And so we had the bragging rights. Hey, you guys got beat by a bunch of nerds. It's kind of cool. Well, I, I only tell you this, illustrate this to illustrate what we talked about last time. And of course, remember that Jesus going into his own synagogue on the Sabbath day, trying to engage his own people, and they rejected him. And it was it just really sad. You know, it's, it ended the last time we looked at it. It ended with they tried to throw him off the hill, the, the cliff of the hill the city was built on, and passing through the midst of them, he went on his way. And in what we know from the Gospels, as you read through the Gospels, it never tells us, that Jesus went back to Nazareth. Like that was possibly the last time he ever went there. Totally missed that. And so that's what we're looking at today as we look at our text. If, you'll, if you're able, will you stand with me? I don't know about you guys, but this smoke is making things worse. Okay, Luke chapter 4, verse, 30, or verse 31, the word of the Lord says, Then he went down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and was teaching them on the Sabbaths. And they were astonished at his teaching, for his word was with authority. Now in the synagogue, there was a man who had a spirit of an unclean demon. And he cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What do we have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. 
And when the demon had thrown him in their midst, it came out of him and did not hurt him. Then they were all amazed and spoke amongst themselves, saying, What a word this is. For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. And the report about him went out into every place in the surrounding region. Now he arose from the synagogue and entered Simon's house. But Simon's wife's mother was sick with a high fever, and they made request of him concerning her. So he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she arose and served them. When the sun was setting, all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him, and he laid hands on every one of them and healed them. And the demons also came out of many, crying out and saying, You are the Christ, the Son of God. And he rebuked them and did not allow them to speak, for they knew that he was the Christ. Now when it was day, he departed and went to a desert place, and the crowd sought him and came to him and tried to keep him from leaving. But he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, because for this purpose I have been sent. And he was preaching in the synagogues of Galilee. Father in heaven, we just come before you this morning looking at this text, Father, of Jesus' Galilee ministry. And I, I just pray, Father, that you would open our hearts by your Spirit for what it is that you have for each of us this morning, Lord. I pray, Father, that we would just be able to hear what your Spirit is speaking to us as individuals and as a church, and, Father, that we would be able to apply these things to our hearts and our lives, Lord. Certainly, Lord, you're worthy of our time, of our attention, Lord, and your ministry and the things that you do. Every action that you took in your earthly ministry is important to us, Lord, just to be able to live our own lives and to understand what our relationship is with you is, Lord. And so as, as Jesus interacts with these different people in these different churches, these different synagogues, I pray, Jesus, that you'd help us to pay attention and you'd show us what it is that you want us to learn. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. So Jesus coming from the wilderness, being tempted by the devil for 40 days, came to Nazareth, filled with the power of the Spirit, and began to preach in the synagogue of his own town. You remember that in that situation that Jesus stood up to preach, they handed him the book of the of the law, and he read there in the prophets the, the part in Isaiah where it says, Isaiah 61, where it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, that he's anointed me to recover the sight of the blind, to set the captives free, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And then sitting down, as he begins to speak, he says, Today these things are fulfilled in your hearing. And every eye is looking at him, and they were just amazed and marveled at the gracious things that he had said and, and all those things. But they also said, wait, isn't, this, isn't that Joseph's son, the carpenter's son? And in another place, it tells us that they said, isn't this Mary's son and Joseph's son? Isn't this, aren't these his brothers and sisters here with us? And, and really what they were saying in their hearts was they were saying, you know, you're not really from a prominent family. You're not really from an important group of people. I mean, why should we be listening to you? And, and of course, Jesus understood immediately that what they wanted him to do was to perform miracles, to, to cast out the demons, to do something like that within their midst so that they could see the wonderful things that they'd heard had happened previously in Capernaum. And Jesus seeing that their heart wasn't for, it was for the miraculous, not for the Messiah. They wanted, they wanted the healing. They didn't want the healer. And so he said, hey, you know, you guys are just like 
the people who lived in Israel during the days of Naaman. And Naaman, you know, a Syrian was healed, but but they weren't because they didn't have any faith. And the same thing with the, the widow from Syrophoenicia. She was healed, or she was preserved by by giving water and oil from Elijah, but nobody in Israel was. And they were offended at him, and they grabbed a hold of him, they took him to the hill to throw him over. And of course, as we already talked about, he passed through the midst of them, and they... They didn't have him when they tried to throw him over, I guess. It's miraculous. But that brings us to verse 31. It says, then he went down to Capernaum. So he'd come from Capernaum. Now he's going back to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and was teaching them on the Sabbath. Now, it's it's my opinion that Jesus would reveal himself to the town of Nazareth, and he'd go there first because that's where he grew up, and these people are, are close to his heart. These are the people he wants to to launch his ministry from there. He wants to make that his his home base but they wouldn't receive him they 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 just couldn't get past their own biases and so he goes back to Capernaum and he spends some time there it tells us that he taught there on the sabbath days it would indicate that he he taught there more than one sabbath day possibly many sabbath days but it's it's kind of interesting why was he there why would he present even present himself as the messiah in Galilee that should have been something that should have been on their mind you know why would Jesus come here first why wouldn't he go to Jerusalem first? You'd think that he would go to Jerusalem and say, hey, I'm the Messiah, I'm here, move over, you know, let me take over. But he didn't. He went to Galilee. And Galilee was considered a very insignificant place. You know, when you tell people, I'm from Emmett, they're like, where's that? Oh, it's north of Boise. Oh, oh yeah, where? Uh, on the way to nowhere. I mean, there's there's nothing beyond Emmett. You know, you don't go through Emmett usually unless... You're coming from Ontario going to McCall, I guess. I don't know. But you really, it's not on the way to anything. It's just a town in Idaho that's the best place in the world to live. But it wasn't a significant place. Why, why would he go to Galilee? This was a, an insignificant place in, in Israel and in, in Israel's history. These were where the Hicks lived. This is where the rednecks lived. This is where they, you know, when the church is empty, it's because it's hunting season, right? <laughs> and that's what these guys were. They were kind of the Hicks. Their history wasn't great either. In fact, it says in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 1 and 2, Nevertheless, the gloom will not be upon her who is distressed. This is how he's describing this area. This is what God is describing, this a distressed area. As when, at first he lightly esteemed the land of Zebulun and Naphtali. These are the tribes that settled in that northern region. And afterwards, more heavily oppressed her by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan in the Galilee of the Gentiles. Okay, what does that mean? We'll talk about that. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.